Hey, this is Rude Jude, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour. I'll tickle your bungus. episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, joined by a man who has sharded his pants and underwear off into orbit and is currently in the middle of three stooges slapping his boner. That's Jeff Clark. What's up, y'all? And transmitting to us from your attic... The bearded, booger-eating Babadook, known as Shuddy Boy. Yo! Man, I am uh, I am getting a real test of the elements here. So, quick update on myself living in Shithole Gardens apartment complex. They They went full speed with that plan of punching a bunch of holes in my ceiling spraying some shit they bought at Ralph's up in the holes, spackling it and painting over it. Um, And it did smell like, so it it was two weeks before it got painted over. And for those whole two weeks, it fucking reeked. Like, smelled real musty in this motherfucker. So, um, I mean, I'm not a ceiling scientist, but I'm pretty sure that means that there was was and is some significant mold up there and they just fucking painted over it uh just in time for another (laughs) uh fucking mark Wahlberg perfect storm to hit la again it is currently fucking pouring like crazy is it really yeah we're getting like another two inches and i think it's supposed to rain until wednesday so probably more than that so we're basically getting the entire year's average rainfall in two weeks. So, well, there's good, you know, let's look at good news, bad news of the situation. Good news good is news. you'll okay. finally get an answer to the question on if they fixed the problem or not on the balcony upstairs. That's true. <laughs> I mean, the, the fact- bad news could be you'll just find out when your ceiling collapses that they did not, in fact, fix it. But, well, I, get an I, answer I one did. Way or the other. I did protect all of the equipment overnight and saw this morning say, that there was no no leaks. If you don't if you don't put a tarp over your shit or get it from underneath that ceiling, you deserve all of the bad stuff that comes your way. Yeah, that's not being very fortuitous if you just leave it sitting there hoping for the best. Fuck fortuitous. These motherfuckers should fix my shit. It should have been fixed from the beginning. Never should have had this problem. The top floor leaks, not the first floor. God damn it. But anyway, I did see them clear just like massive piles of sludge that fell past my window when they went up there and cleared out the drain on those people's balcony. So it should, being that it's only been two weeks, drain freely and shouldn't pool up and then slow leak into my ceiling and then all over Poo HQ. So I think we're good. Let's... Unless those people upstairs are fucking filthy monsters. Which they are, but hopefully they're not on that epic of a scale of filthy monsters. 
because it was it was nuts. Like this morning, Carl and I went to pick up breakfast, and it was just hydroplaning the entire time. It's already so flooded around here. It's nuts. Yeah, dude. It's going to be another bummer of a week. Yeah, did you get all those flood warnings on your phone? Uh, I haven't gotten them on my phone, but it's shown up on my weather app. Because you said like your I shit got, like, floods. like the Amber Alerts. Your, your area floods pretty pretty easily, right? Yeah, I mean, do you need like, like two a, blocks away from the sand. Do you need oh, we're a, up on like a cliff. Do you need a canoe to go take little mama out? Little mama doesn't really go out when it's raining. Um, little mama. But yeah, there, there are certain like parts of the sidewalk that are just like covered in water that we have to kind of meander around. So what do you do? Do you just hang little mama's pussy over the balcony like MJ did blanket and just let her piss? Um, she's really good at like picking the spots in which the rain will die down. Like she won't go out if it's, if it's pouring out or <laughs> if the rain is, um, shortly on the way, like this other, I think we talked about it at dinner, but like a couple of days ago or like a week ago, she would not walk for her morning or for her PM walk. Like she would not go down the stairs and like, what the fuck? And it was clear out. And then like 15 minutes it started raining. I was like, Oh my God. Little mommy, you meet her all. Just good girl. <laughs> <laughs> and now with the weather, little mama. <laughs> her eyes just bug out of her head. Ooh, look at those pupils. That means a lot of rain. But she absolutely loves like when she has to go in the rain or sometimes, yeah, like sometimes she'll have to go out during while it's raining. And she loves getting dried off by that, by the uh, towel and the, uh, my mom like left a uh, a hair dryer once when she visited, so I use that to like dry her off, and I hit her with the towel, and she just loves it. That's oh like my her God. favorite thing ever. So I had to take I you know I had to take Lucy out in the fucking rain for a walk, and then when we got back, I dried her off with the towel, and she's so stupid that if she can't see your hands, so like if you're drying her off with a towel or if you're petting her through a blanket. She thinks it's a monster and attacks it. She can't... Her brain is so small and she's such a fucking stupid head that she thinks... Like, even though I'm holding her through a towel, picking her up and just, like, doing the shimmy motion, she, like, snarls and bites at it. Because she thinks it's uh, some sort of an evil monster. I'll do, like, the matador thing with the, the towel in front of little mom and she'll, like, jump into it. <laughs> She doesn't start snarling or biting, but she like tries to like wrestle around with it. Yeah, Lucy's a stupid pea brain. Like even if like I'm on the couch watching TV and I have a blanket over me and my legs move, she leaps off the couch and runs away because she thinks it's like a sandworm or something. It's like some sort of a fucking dune shy halut attack. Oh no! Little mama loves being buried in blankets and towels. It's her favorite shit. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, we did we did uh, get a little hanging this weekend, Jeff. I did. I didn't realize that you had never popped your Musso and Frank cherry. Yeah, I thought you remembered because we recently talked about it, and I'm pretty sure I brought up how I never been there, and you told me how awesome it is and how I I need to uh, check it out. So yeah, we put that on the books, did a little double date. 
we didn't get a reservation until like eight forty five, um, because we went. What was it the sixteenth? Right, I think so. Yeah, Friday the sixteenth. Yeah. So I'm guessing like a bunch of people just like postponed their Valentine's Day dates yeah, for a couple days. It was Valentine's and that's what weekend. Yep. And it's President's know. Day weekend, so it's a big traveling weekend for a lot of people. So probably a lot of tourists as well. I forgot about President's Day entirely until today. But yeah, what did you guys I get? I didn't me? think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like Valentine's Day isn't one of those days that you should like push a couple days later. Yeah. Like you should, if you can't make it on that when or on the day it is, then that's that. Then you lose it. Like you it, use yeah. it or lose it. If you don't use it on I the mean, 14th, no, no Valentine's Day for you. Yeah. Let's be honest. So, it's a fake holiday anyway. Right. So like, what if I, I guess like Valentine's Day or St. Patty's Day for men doesn't have the same significance as St. Valentine's Day for women. But, like, <laughs> what if, like, I kicked uh, St. Patty's Day down the street, uh, kicked that can down the street a couple of days? Like, would that be chill? I mean, maybe my lady's pretty cool with that kind of stuff, but maybe I, not for other I women. Mean, I, be know, like, hey. I know for a fact that that happens with St. Patrick's Day. What? What do you mean? Uh, so, Kutztown uh, has Kutz Patty's Day, which is their St. Patrick's Day celebration. And I am trying to see. Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, there. Like in 2022, they had it on March 26th. That was when they had their St. Patrick's Day celebration. People show up for that? Yeah, it's a big deal. Lame. I mean, super lame. I don't give a shit about St. Patrick's Day either. Uh, and luckily, that's the one holiday you should care probably care about based on your genetics. Yeah. And I don't. So that just shows how Your stupid that is. Carl, for, for, in all fairness, she doesn't give a shit about Valentine's Day either. We just went and got dinner for the motions of it. But both of us are kind of like, this is a fucking manufactured bullshit, right? It's like, yeah. Like, all right, cool. But yeah, uh, Musso and Frank. Did it deliver? It did. Yeah, I was a big fan. Uh, I got the prime rib. My lady got the uh, Taglatel bolognese. And <laughs> we did a little share, uh, a little swap of it. You know, she had a little bit of mine, I had a little bit of hers. Little mama got some prime rib at the end of the night, and she was stoked about that. So the whole Clark team was a big fan. What was your, what did you, did you food chub? The prime rib? I didn't at the time, but looking back at it now, I'd give it a solid. I'm going to mix in the truffle mac and cheese as a side that I got with it, which was just fucking bomb. So I'll give it a 9.2 food chip. Did you get any vegetables? Absolutely not. I did. Wait, isn't truffle a vegetable? (laughs) I did try some of the. Kevin's broccolini with hollandaise sauce. 
broccolini is like one of the few vegetables that I enjoy. Broccolini, bok choy, which I think are from like the same little family. I'm not sure. I'm not a vegetable scientist. The, 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 yeah, they're both from the vegetable family. Is that what you're getting at? <laughs> yeah, the leafy vegetable, <laughs> the green vegetable family. Yeah, what is it? Fucking broccolini Lesnar? <laughs> uh but i enjoyed the broccolini with hollandaise oh so, yeah i fucking nah. i gizzed that hollandaise sauce all over it it was like bukkake broccolini yeah he jacked and pollocked that broccolini fuck yeah yeah i'm surprised it's taking you... you this long to to so, go to muso and frank for the first time bok choy is cabbage jeff so I just had to confirm that broccolini wasn't somehow related to cabbage, and it is not. <laughs> so I was wrong. So, it's so, like two different vegetable families, I guess. They're in laws. Uh, they're they're green, uh, so there's that. Knew it. They're green and they're vegetables, so <laughs> yep. So they're they have to be related. <laughs> I was I was two thirds of the way there with my vegetable analysis. <laughs> Do, I, do sweet potatoes count as vegetables? I think they do. I mean, I think so. If you want to be technical. Like I don't I like. quite understand how potatoes don't quite fit into the vegetable category. Uh, but sweet potatoes also are the same, are technically not a vegetable. Or are they like oh, some sort me. of... Some sort of fucking maybe. I I don't understand. Like I said, to me, I consider them a vegetable. What does science consider them? A fruit? Are sweet potatoes a vegetable? Oh, so now you're googling it. Mushrooms. They're a starchy vegetable. So maybe sweet potatoes are potatoes a vegetable. Come on, we have to. We Technically, have to potatoes are vegetables. Here. Also, according to my most recent Google search, as of a few minutes ago. Oh, there you have it. Yeah, and then we ended the night going out for drinks in North Hollywood, going to a tiki bar. Wait a minute, what would you score your um, Musa and Frank dinner? I mean, I would probably, if I do the snack Galifianakis. Scale, I mean, I'm, I think I'm right in step with you. I think it's like a nine ninety two. I got a fillet; it was fucking delicious. Like they they don't have any extra cute frills with it. It's just a seasoned fillet sitting in its steak piss, whatever that like sauce is. Snake <laughs> juice, snake juice, steak juice. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like chilling in the steak juice. And then you like sop it up, the au jus, like, yep. all spongy, broccolini, broccolini Lesnar, fucking bukkake the whole way down my throat. It was wonderful. Is that the only side that you got was broccolini? Because it Musso and Frank is you order it a la carte, right? Like you yeah. get the steak and then you order your sides. Yeah, you didn't get any kind of starch. No, just fucking meat and greens. You did have a, a few spoonfuls of my uh, truffle mac and yes. cheese. That's true. That truffle mac and cheese was fucking bomb. 
we shared our sides. I and I got Not our uh, mains. I had technically two, but kind of four dirty martinis, and those fucked me up. They made them really good. I like them dirty as shit. Sometimes they'll be like, make it extra dirty, like your mom. Like my parking spot at my apartment. Make it extra dirty. (laughs) Like my hiney. Don't take a shit in it. (laughs) I didn't get a buzz, thank God. Uh, I drove home, but I did have a Manhattan and then a couple of uh, couple cocktails at the Tiki bar we went to afterwards, which is our second time going. Pretty good. We missed... We missed out on 90s, 2000s night, which is a kind of a bummer. We only missed it by a week. It's the second Friday of every month. Yeah, just by a week, Shuddy. I thought it was going to be like, oh, it was like Saturday night, but we went on Friday. No, it was a week, a week previous. We missed it. We just <laughs> missed it. We just fucking, we were so close well, to making it there for 80s, 90s night. I mean, we were one Friday off. <laughs> it was the previous Friday. But uh, the Tiki Bar was pretty sick. Yeah, because, I mean, we were there. I don't know. What time did we leave? Like, one? Yeah, like, one, one, ten. Damn. Well, dinner, you didn't have dinner till nine, so you were probably done with dinner around 10, 30, 11 o'clock, right? Yeah, it was a bit of a, a late start to the night, but, like, so it wasn't like you guys had dinner at 6 and then partied till 1 a.m. Yeah. And then Jeff and his lady had plans to go watch live golf at like 8 in the morning. And I'm like, I am fucking sleeping way past 8 in the morning. So you went to an actual golf tournament on Saturday, Jeff? Yeah. The homie Brendan uh, gave gave me two tickets to Genesis Invitational, which is at the Riviera Country Club. Whoa, is it right like outside the, of Santa Monica? Is it like the Sega Genesis Invitational? Yeah, that's it. Not the car <laughs> brand. It's at the car brand, Kevin. There it is, the car brand. There's a Genesis car brand. They sponsor. What? They sponsor a uh, golf it's, tournament. Is it like Genesis, Sonic the Hedgehog car? No, Genesis is the high end wing of Hyundai, I believe. Get the fuck out of here. I'm dead serious. Let me look at that. I'm, I'm Google imaging these things, and if it doesn't look like a Sega Genesis, I'm going to be so bummed. It, it doesn't. doesn't. They it look doesn't. like fucking luxury cars. These f- cars. fucking pussies. Oh, look at that. Trying to look like a, a Bentley if you look real quick. Should have just gone for it and looked like a Sega. Yeah, luxury arm of Hyundai. Yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog has nothing to do with this. This is such bullshit. Well, whatever. We we didn't go uh, at 8 a.m. We ended up leaving my apartment at probably like maybe 9.45, 10-ish. Whose fault was that? That was my fault mostly. I wanted to do a little bit of like writing or I had some... I don't know. It was a slow start to the morning because we were out late, but it wasn't either one of our faults, really. I guess. So it wasn't like one of you was moving extra slowly and farting around. You just you actually delayed it for for other things. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought maybe Uh, it took her forever to get ready, or you had explosive diarrhea. (laughs) No, no, that no, that was Tiger Woods. Actually, not me. 
Apparently, uh, Tiger, uh, Is that Tiger real? Woods hosted the Genesis Invitational, and he had to withdraw midway through the second round because of flu or food poisoning. Both are answers that were given. And the funniest thing is the internet is alleging that he got food poisoning from In-N-Out. So In-N-Out is taking the blame for Tiger Woods. Wow. How did the uh, internet arrive at that conclusion? I don't know. Maybe they saw him at In-N-Out. Weird. I didn't get to the bottom of that theory. I, I, but I remember seeing the headlines about how he was supposed to be competing in it. And then he got an mm-hmm. illness. So then he was just hosting it. And it's like, well... What kind of an illness knocks you out of the competition but doesn't send you home? The but then, kind that makes it so you have to poopies a lot. So he had he had he had to but like while like doing commentary, he was like, "Sorry guys, I, I have to go take a molten shit and just fucking went home." Honestly, he he just when he withdrew from playing in the tournament, he pretty much stopped being the host. He didn't show up on TV anymore. He didn't hand the winner the trophy oh, like he so usually he does. Like he didn't even show. He wasn't there at all. Not after the second day. Now, oh, so that wasn't. What day did you go then? I went the third day, oh, Saturday. Oh, see that one so you no, missed. You missed by by that much. You missed that yeah, one yeah. way closer than nineties night. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it started off really rough, the Genesis Inventational for us, because the parking was such a bitch to, like, figure out. Um, we yeah, you went get fucked by parking to, a lot, huh? Yeah. You got fucked by parking we went, at the Rose Bowl. I, I talked to Dustin. He said parking fucked you out of his comedy show. Yeah, there was a... Um, and this fucked me up on the way back from... Uh, from the tiki bar as well because the 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 route the quickest route to going home um was cut off because of a concert that was the next day which forced me to miss Dustin's um event or stand up show um and I had to like go like a fucking cool. I got stopped and I had to go around to circumvent the blockades created by this this uh concert but yeah it was the kelly vibes or cali vibes concert which is like a reggaeton hip-hop festival in long beach and there was no fucking parking near the laugh factory in long beach um the night dustin performed and they were like yeah it's 16 parking but we're sold out and every other parking garage around here is also 16 dollars. and we drove around within like three or four blocks of the last factory and there was just nothing. And I was like, dude, I apologize. <laughs> like I can't find parking and it's like seven fifteen, So it's like the best that I could do would be drive home, call an Uber. And by the time I'm there, it's seven forty-five. And Dustin had a show after the live factory at the improv in North Hollywood. So he was like in and out essentially. So the way I was thinking of it was just like, I'm not it's not worth it. I missed my chance here. So sorry, yeah. dude. I really wish but, that fucking whole California Exodus thing was as crazy as everybody says it is. Because you would you would not expect it by trying to find parking or getting anywhere without traffic. It is more people yeah. should leave California, please. It's, it's dude, terrible dude. here. Everybody leave, please. So for the Genesis Invitational, we went to the golf course, which is ten minutes. 
with traffic, of course, 10 or 15 minutes outside of Santa Monica. And we get to the golf course. There's no parking anywhere. There's permit parking only for like the VIPs and stuff. And this wasn't made clear on their website. So when we got there, they handed us like a sheet to go to the parking in Santa Monica. And it was essentially just regular parking in Santa Monica, which is all like parking lots. And you, you, you know, you have to pay for the day of parking and then they shuttle you from there to the country club. And of course there isn't like proper signage or directions for any of this. So it was a huge clusterfuck and a real pain in the ass to actually get there. But once we got to the golf course, the event itself was fucking sick. And I don't know if you remember me like selling my lady on, on going to this golf tournament, but it wasn't like, I wasn't aggressive about it at all. And I was just upfront. Like I've never been to a golf tournament. This could suck ass or it could be awesome. I have no idea. I have no idea what to expect, but we don't have anything to do Saturday. So do you want to try it out? And she was down and it turned out to be a fucking good time. Did you drink? Yeah. Yeah. We just got some beer. I got a, like two beers each, got a couple hot dogs, walked around. We followed my, my boy Hideki Matsuyama at a few uh, holes. How many times did you quote happy Gilmore? I didn't quote Happy Gilmore. Not, not allowed. Maybe to bitch. <laughs> um, I followed my guy Hideki Matsuyama around for three holes. He ended up winning the tournament the next day. Um, Is he, did you bet on him? Yeah, I bet on him. It was fucking sick. Nice. Yeah, I bought a new iPhone because of the Hideki Matsuyama win. Oh my god! Sweet. <laughs> wow. Did you, yeah. did you, um, after anybody teed off, did you yell out a Baba Booey? No, I didn't yell out. I didn't <sighs> see. You could have been, you could have been I, played on Stern. Baba Booey. I only saw that. I only saw Hideki drive it once. And I think I only saw the golfers drive it a couple of times because I was mostly hanging out by the greens. So I didn't really even see the drives. Oh. Um, but yeah, it it was sick. We were so tired afterwards because of all the walking we did to like, you know, see the Did any holes. of those words make sense to you, Kevin? Yeah, he was talking about the greens, which is also, you know, a cousin of broccolini. It's in the same family. Um he, I mean you know what a green is. He he got into multiple holes with a man. <laughs> he 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 got Golf into is like Three three holes of a Japanese man. Kevin, don't pretend to be this dumb. Everyone knows golf. Golf <laughs> is like the easiest sport to understand. And you like Caddyshack, so you kind of get it. Yeah. I've watched and Caddyshack Gilmore, a billion obviously. times. I've seen Happy Gilmore a billion times. So I yeah. even joined the golf team in high school because I, I, I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to prove that Happy Gilmore is a real thing. And... Uh, Every time I went to hit the ball, I ran at the tee. And it. I, yeah, how many times did you make good contact? Not many. Uh, I'm 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 not a good as good at that as as Happy Gilmore is. No. I actually got got um, kicked off the team because I got that or for your behavior. Both or both. Yeah, both. Um, I was sneaking away to smoke ciggies, which I guess is a no no. Um, loud profanities. So yeah, they. They were like, this guy is not welcome back at our course. And then they just kicked me off the golf team. What was the sick? Like, why was the cigarettes a no no? Was it because of your age or because of the golf course or rules? Golf course. 
I mean, the school didn't let us smoke either. I so this is when I was in Bing Boing school, and I went there sophomore year, no, junior year, and I also went there for summer school, which now that I think back on it, it did kind of suck ass to have to miss a summer of my adolescence, but I did get a lot of wacky Bing Boing school experience in that summer, so I guess it was it wasn't all that bad, but that that year. That summer school, because when I went on tour, they had, I was like walking around and kids were fucking smoking cigs. And I'm like, oh, but that's, that's cool here. And they're like, yeah, as long as your, your parent signs a permission slip, you're allowed to smoke on campus. And I looked at my mom and she's like, I'll sign the fucking thing, which is so uncharacteristic of my mom. Like she was such a ball buster my whole childhood. And to have her, because I think it was kind of like, look, you go to this fucking Bing Boing school and you can smoke ciggies. And then I, I get there and they're like, all right, so new rules starting this summer, no smoking on campus. And I actually know people that got expelled because they got caught, they got caught smoking cigarettes too many times, which is fucking crazy. Like, hey, you no longer get an education because you smoked a cigarette. But anyway, um, how? So you got. What time did you actually get to the golf course, and what time did you actually go home? Did you stay for the whole thing? Uh, I'm close, yeah, because we got there at 11. We stuck around until like 3.34, and by the time we left, the final group was on like hole 16. So we saw, just based on time and just like hanging out at the course, trying to experience the whole thing, we pretty much were there until the end of the day. And then... It was like an hour and a half drive back to, to Long Beach from Santa Monica. And 45 minutes of it was in Santa Monica, of course. Santa Monica has essentially the worst traffic in, on the planet, pretty much. Yeah, it does suck fucking, ass. Fucking brutal. Yeah. Yeah. But it was fucking sick, dude. I was very surprised by how much I enjoyed and how much my lady, frankly, enjoyed the golf tournament. Nice. Good time. I'm a little disappointed I didn't get to I didn't bring my cigars. Would have smoked a cigar while I was walking around the golf course. Let I me saw ask some you old this. guys doing that and I was very disappointed. Do you truly enjoy the taste and flavor and experience of smoking a cigar? Or are you just like, oh those old guys are doing it, I'm gonna do it too? It's a it's a combination of both, to be honest. I do I think cigars look cool. And I think it would fit my aging uh, profile pretty nicely. Um, but I do like the taste, and I just like the vibe of smoking a cigar. I do. I wonder if it's just because my grandpa would endlessly smoke cigars when I was in the car with him as a little kid that made me hate cigars so much. But it is truly one of the more foul scents on planet Earth. Like, I really don't know what smells worse. Like, a fart? Or cigar smoke? You should ask Carl. You should fart in front of her and ask her. What, do you, what would you prefer? <laughs> I smoke the cigar or just keep fart? Because I, I, my cousin, when she got married like a long-ass time ago, and I have no fucking clue why she sprung to pay for this part of it, but there was like a cigar rolling station. So you could go and have somebody just hand roll you a cigar right there. And I was like... All right, if I'm ever going to if I'm ever going to be a cigar guy, 
this would be the true test of it. And yeah, it still just tasted like I was sucking on a camel's dick or something. And like, I, cause I, I mean, I've been very vocal about this. I don't even like smoking blunts cause I don't like the fucking cigar wrap paper. It just tastes like shit to me and smells super stinky and bad. I think, I think the only time I've ever seen, like, I don't even think Arnold looks cool when he smokes cigars. What? Yeah. Arnold looks fucking awesome when he smokes cigars. I think Stop pretty it. much everybody, I don't particularly care for the smell or taste of cigars, but a lot of, oh, there's very few people that don't look really cool smoking a cigar. Absolutely. I Jordan, think- after a title, smoking a cigar. Uh- Awesome. Like, there's pictures of us from Mr. Ski's wedding smoking stogies, and we look fucking badass, Kevin. I don't think we do. I don't think we look cool at all. I think we look like nerds. I think Shuddy probably looks awesome. You you probably look like a bitch. That is, that's probably accurate. <laughs> I, I will say, <laughs> the, the one cigar look I, that I do enjoy is, like, old-school fat cabbies that have like those skinnier cigars, not like the ones that look like cigarettes, but like somewhere between a cigarette and a full-blown stogie. And it's all like chewed up and mangled. Yeah, dude. It's like, oh, It's not man. even lit. They're like chewing it. Like it's like, like a big ass piece of beef jerky. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a, a new line of Slim Jim and they're just like, Hey, what the fuck you looking at? Like those guys, <laughs> like, like my lifestyle, I'm going to die in fucking five minutes over here. That's like okay. That guy has no regard for his his well being, his health, and there's something admirable about that. This guy probably <laughs> eats like a fucking loaf of uncooked pork roll. Look at that. That looks like a little fucking. That looks like the dildo you shove up your ass when you blame it on the gardeners. I uh, I was supposed to smoke that cigar after my last five and zero in the NFL betting, but I forgot to, <laughs> and. I didn't really forget to, but I wanted. I was hoping my brother was going to smoke it with me, or at least hang out while I smoked. And he's like, "Now nah, fuck that." And why is he grossed out by? I'm, yeah, everyone. Most people are kind of grossed out by cigar smoke, and it's also like, I don't want to smoke it in my own apartment because it's going to bum out my brothers. So it's like, am I going to go outside for ten minutes and smoke a cigar? I guess I could smoke a cigar and walk with a mama. Maybe shotgun it in her mouth. <laughs> yeah. Mercy, what are you saying, huh? Can't smoke the cigar in front of you, dames? Mercy. <laughs> my, my girl actually bought me cigars for Valentine's Day. Wow. So I got to get a cigar cutter or whatever and uh, start firing away on these stogies. Mercy, everybody in here is acting like a couple of fucking Marys. Mirror. <laughs> uh Genesis Invitational kicked ass. Nice. Made some money on it. My boy Hideki Matsuyama won. I swear to God, I started watching Oppenheimer on the big screen as soon as Hideki started just going off on, at Riviera. Wait, what do you mean? On, uh, oh, this was when you weren't there in person? It was like another day? Yeah. yeah, Sunday, the final round, he shot a minus nine and came back from seven strokes to win the tournament. In just one of the better displays of golf over the last like year, it went nuts, and it happened while I was watching Oppenheimer. Coincidence? I don't think so. Yeah, it was more like a Ploppenheimer. I uh, fired that jap up by watching Oppenheimer, and oh, Jesus by showing. 
You scumbag. And, <laughs> and I was there in person. I might have to tour with this guy because he hasn't won in two years. And then the one time I show up, he ends up winning that tournament. If he hasn't won in two years, why did you bet on him to win? Because he always gets close and he just has the ball striking to win. So it's just a matter <laughs> of if he can if he can hit putts. The guy I have another joking name for him, which you know, I'll just say it. I call him Jappy <laughs> Gilmore because he just crushes the fucking ball, but he can't putt, kind of like Happy Gilmore. And and <sighs> So if he can ever hit some putts, he's, he can win almost every tournament, except he just hasn't hit a putt in like two years. And Carl Weathers died, so he can't help him out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Chubbs, you took his hand. <laughs> well, I also got a lot of steps in on Saturday. So Did a lot of walking. Yeah, we've, we finally heard, Jeff, you are right. That is very on brand for you. So now I'm intrigued to what ultra nerdy thing Kevin did on Saturday as was teased in the Easter egg. Well, uh, I bought tickets and went to an in-person event at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena for a Pokemon Go tour. Um, and you know, when I saw that this event was happening, I got a ticket for myself and a ticket for Carl because I knew she would never want to go 50, 50 on it. But if she had a free pass might soften the blow. So you purchased these tickets with no consultation. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, you know, obviously, yes, I am a dickless virgin. I've been playing it since it came out in 2016. It's now seven years later, pretty much, and they've never done a Los Angeles event. And I was like, you know what? I want to check this out. I want to see what's up. And uh, it was not met with enthusiasm, I'll tell you that. And kind of like Jeff's golf tournament, it started in the a.m., ended in the p.m. I think it was like a 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. thing. Oof. And, you know, we had been, we left the bar at like 1 a.m. I had, so like the, the dirty martinis that they give you at Musso and Frank, they like, they give you your martini glass that's full. And then they give you the little carafe that has pretty much a second drink in it. So I don't know if that counts as four martinis, but. I kind of had four martinis, and then we went to the TV bar. If it bar filled had... up the glass four times, it did. That's four it's a martinis. Little glass. It's a little glass. It was, it was normal weird. than smaller than normal martini glass size. I think so. It's hard to tell because it's gave... a little curved. You know, like martini glasses usually have the triangle shape. This one was kind of like more like a coupe glass where it was, it was like curved. So I don't know the exact volume. I don't know. If it's half of a of, of a of martini, but I, I I had two orders, four pours, and definitely had a buzz. And then we had cocktails at the tiki bar. Got home, smoked weed, stayed up a little bit longer, and then 
uh, I woke up first, and I just let Carl sleep because I was like, all right, I don't want to push my luck. She's already agreed to go to this stupid fucking thing, this gathering of the virgins, and I don't necessarily want to walk around for fucking eight hours, so no real rush to get there when the doors open. So their martini glass is smaller than normal. Okay, but it's not... How did, how did you get to the bottom of that so quickly? Uh, I googled how big are Musso and Frank Martinis, and there's a quote okay. from uh, LA Magazine from September 27th, 2019, uh, that says that we have smaller glasses. It's old timey. It's two and a half ounces. So what does that compare to a regular martini glass? <laughs> Because, I, I mean, it, it could be at the end of the day, I did just have two martinis. Um, that's, that's what I think. <laughs> I think. I think the leftover in the carafe, as, as you called it, um, is just so you get a full martini. It's because they don't pull, put a full martini in the 2.5 glass. Something isn't adding up because according to a Google on how big a normal martini glass is, those are eight ounces. So you had one martini. Oh my god. Basically. By that, <laughs> by that so you're you've gone from four to one. <laughs> that's fucking wild. If that's true, if they actually Every martini is a half of a martini that they serve there, and they're charging full price. That's that's some fucking bullshit. Because we're going to Ruth Chris next time, huh? I feel like an eight ounce martini. That's kind of big. I mean, a beer is twelve ounces, and if you had a twelve ounce martini, I feel like that's doing some damage. So yeah, something's not. Either way, I mean, we all know I'm a bitch, and okay, my tolerance has plummeted so i i i was buzzed i don't know i'm a bitch woke up a little I, with a little hungover carl and i were both a little sluggish and um you know we 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 got there we didn't get there until 1 p.m and from what i heard it was so it it sold out the event sold out pretty quickly and it took i heard it took like three hours for people to get in that showed up before 9 a.m to be like there when the doors open. So it was apparently a massive clusterfuck, and I'm very glad we missed that. What's up, Shuddy? You kept raising your hand. Further information. The glasses themselves are eight ounces, but martinis are rarely poured over three or four ounces. Okay. So I don't feel like that much of a pussy. So maybe so, 2.25. So now we're back. We're back in the three to four range. Okay. Um. So basically, this whole fucking event is like if you get a ticket and you're on the grounds, all this extra shit happens. And the kind of way I sold it to Carl is because she does play the game. She, I guess, downloaded it when it first came out you know, seven years ago, played it for a little bit, and like 90% of the people that downloaded it got bored with it and just gave up. And then when she saw me playing it, she kind of fired it back up again, and she hops in from time to time. And I was like, just just think about the people watching. 
The people watching is going to be awesome. There's going to be so many fucking nerds there. It's going to be hysterical. And I got to look at the numbers because it was fucking crazy how many people were there. Fucking crazy. Well, what was the parking situation like at the Rose Bowl? Because we talked about this, Shuddy, the day uh, when we're hanging out at Musso and Frank's out. I won't ever go to the Rose Bowl ever again. That the was because was that so... was the, the soccer game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good memory. The Kevin, parking. What's what's up? I I just wanted to know if you know what sport is normally played at the Rose Bowl. So there was a a part you could actually walk out onto the field, and they closed off like half of the golf course and roped that off, and that was also in play because it's I guess right next to a golf course. So. Uh, I got onto the field and I was like, this feels small. What sport is played here? And she was like, fucking football. I was like, really? This you, is asked, how- you asked <laughs> Carl what sport was played there? Yeah. <laughs> and she had to tell you that it was a football stadium? Because it seemed Straight really small. Up, but it wasn't, ass. it wasn't shaped like a diamond, so I knew it wasn't baseball. But I'm like, this seems fucking tiny. Like, this is really how big football fields are? And she's like, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Fuck me. Well, like, I'm sorry, didn't you just say they cut off half the field? No, that was the golf golf course. I see, okay. So the, the people watching was pretty wild. There were a lot of dweebs, everybody decked out and head-to-toe and Pokemon shit. People were in fucking cosplay. And it was kind of like, I'm there in my usual attire. I was wearing a fucking death metal shirt and jeans. And it was kind of just like, see... You think you're dating like the biggest wiener on the planet, but look at these fucking wieners. I'm not that bad. And she's like, well, you bought tickets to be here, so you kind of are. And I was like, touche. Yeah. You got me. <laughs> yeah. Different exterior, same innards. <laughs> and she, yeah, she did not have the patience for that like I did. So um, we did not make it until the end. <clears throat> what? I- I'm still not grasping what this is all right so this was brace yourself what is what's the point of this you're just paid to walk around the rose bowl and capture pokemon is what yeah essentially you did so this is this is where it gets bad and jeff if you want to keep a pillow nearby to like punch it and give mock wedgies to like get your rage out feel free so I, I almost wish that Jeff would have come and to record in studio today so he could give you a swirly because it sounds like as nerdy as I can be, I even think you probably need to be bullied a little bit for this. I mean, if it'll help the Puminati feel better, I'll give myself a wedgie right now on camera. Could you? Uh, I think what bad. would really make them feel better is if you gave yourself a swirly on camera. Can we make that happen? No, I pretty. I took a pretty gnarly shit today, and I don't feel comfortable putting my head back in there, even though I've been flushed a couple times. But well, if, I understand if, that. If a wedgie will suffice, I'll, I'll do it. A wedgie. I mean, it's a good start for sure. Okay. Because yeah, we haven't, for at least the parts that you've told us so far, you at least deserve a wedgie. All right, all right, hold on. We'll do it. We'll do it right now. Just, just to make the rest of this story bearable for people. All right, I'll, I'll mic it up too, because just in case I get a good rip. 
<laughs> he really. Ah! Oh, oh my <laughs> God. Ow! All right, that gave me now a sit. Kinda... Now sit. Don't pull it out. Don't pull it out. Sit there in it. <sighs> sit there and think about what you've done. All right, fine. Think about all the Pokemon you caught yesterday. Oh, I got yeah, you kinda just... Was it worth it? Was it you... worth it? Just predator us through the through your shorts, <laughs> through your through your zubas. I I I uh I definitely gave myself a rug burn on my tailbone with that. So okay, here's the thing: there are variants of Pokemon called shinies, and the odds of getting one are, I think I saw on Google once they're like one in five hundred and sixty or something like that. So. They're very rare, and if you're a nerd like me, it's very cool when you get to catch one. So at events like this, they introduce a whole bunch of new ones that aren't available anywhere in the world. And if you're lucky, you can get them at this event. And then all this other shit is happening there too. So it like, I don't know, if you give a fuck about the in-game shit, there's like all these special raids that happen and you need a whole bunch of people to do them. So with like, I, I really wish I could see the numbers of how many tickets were sold because it looked like the amount of people that would attend a sold out football game. Let me see if I can Google this. You guys can hurl insults in the meantime. But you never meant And the total times that people there have been laid did not exceed 10 when you take you and Carl out of the math. Yeah, it was a body odor situation, or you couldn't really tell because it was outdoors. Luckily, uh, it, it was out, the, the outdoors played heavily into not being able to smell a lot of BO, because there were a lot of people that were... Um, you could see the the pig pen lines coming off of them? Yeah, it was like, it was like um, on a hot day when you look down the street, and there's like the... <laughs> The mirage or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the space around the them was waves. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't find any info for how many tickets they actually made available. Uh, ask Google how many virgins are in Los Angeles County. And that'll probably <laughs> give you an accurate representation of attendance dude i'm people are so fucking obsessed with this game still i would not be surprised if a decent amount of those people flew in from other places just to do this thing how much did the tickets cost yeah i was i just that's where i was headed next jeff good call um they were 25 bucks a piece that's Did that bad. include the fees, or were there fees on? Top there was like of it? I think four dollars in fees, and then I I paid ahead for parking, and that was thirty bucks, which also hurt. So they got you. So it was a ninety dollar excursion, essentially. When mm-hmm. you figure taxes, and fees, and parking, yeah, pretty much was how it, much I'd spent on beers at the fucking golf tournament. So <laughs> was it was it worth it? I think it was. I fucking enjoyed myself. Would Carl say that? Absolutely not. I feel like you both spent roughly the same amount of money on the same day, and I feel like one of you did better with your significant others than the other one did. Oh, yeah. And shockingly, that was Jeff. Yep. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One of the 80,000 LA virgins. <laughs> yeah, I can't I can't find it anywhere on Google. Ah, can I pick this fucking wedgie out now? Man. It's it's I, when you finish the Pokemon story, then you can. I mean, that's that's pretty much it. I caught some fucking... So, really- wait, no, no, no. Did you get <laughs> no, one of these it. fucking shinies that you went for? Did, I got I got quite get- a few shinies. Yeah. And now what are they going to do for you? Nothing. I can just pull them up in my collection, look at them, and just be filled with pride. <laughs> nice. Are they stronger? Like when you fight gym while you're walking around the neighborhood, are they useful or are they just? Some of them are. And some of it is just, you want to get a shiny of everything that exists. Um, So I could see how, I mean, yeah, no, I, you know what I am. I'm I'm just a giant pussy. That's all there is to it. (laughs) I have no All defense. Right. I have no defense for this. I even put I put a video up on the Patreon. I did like a, a 60 seconds with Kevin while I was there on the golf course and it was shocking. The amount of people there was fucking shocking. Like my jaw hit the floor. They they had speakers all over the property, all over the golf course, all over the Rose Bowl that was pumping in music from the game. They had fucking people in costumes. Carl actually got excited about that. Um, and we took a picture with this fucking penguin thing. Uh, but it was also like, like there were old men there, like really old men. Of course there were. And they had, of course there were. They had rigs around their chests that had clamps for like six cell phones. And they were playing six different accounts at the same time on it. There were people that had fucking signs. They had like poles down the back of their shirt with a fucking sign on it that had a list of all the ones that they were looking for and ones that they could trade people. And then they had a marker for everyone they got and they were Xing it out. And people were fucking hounding these people. They had crowds around them, all these people. They had people there that were quote unquote celebrities because they are pro pokemon go players and there were lines of people waiting to meet them the only non-virgins there huh was, <laughs> was our was our girl autumn from master chef there i did not see her but i should have kept an eye out because i bet you she would have gone it wouldn't surprise me she's covered in like pokemon tattoos and shit so yeah uh I did not win any fucking brownie points with my weekend, Jeff. I can't wait to hear what she makes you do to pay her back for this. This motherfucker, I won't say this to her because I'm not like that and it's against bro code. This motherfucker won't even watch a true crime doc with her. I mean, it's not that I won't. It's not. No, 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 no. It's not that I won't. They're, they're, they're plenty times. It's that you make it so uncomfortable. That she doesn't ask you anymore. No, I don't. Yeah, do you that. sit there come and on. bitch and moan the whole time, and she's like, "It's just easier to do it without you." That is no. Come on, that's not fair. I don't do that. I'm not. I'm not that much of a jerk off. Because there okay. are times. Well, I, like, you're not a jerk off, but and I don't. I don't do the pouty thing. I, I legit. I. Tr- I legit try to be fair. That there are times where it's like, wait a second, you've never seen RoboCop. 
let's watch fucking RoboCop. And we put RoboCop on. And then it's like, I just suggested RoboCop, whatever you want. You have free reign. You want to watch a true as crime As long thing? as it's not a true crime docuseries. Nope. I have never given that stipulation. It's like, whatever you want. Here's the remote. You want to watch The Notebook? We'll watch The Fucking Notebook. It's it's, it's implied. In it's no! implied. Yeah. Oh, right there. Right, just with the example you gave. We can watch whatever you want. Here's a movie suggestion. You never say, oh, let's watch the true crime documentary. We can watch anything you want. You want to watch this true crime? Let's do that. <laughs> yeah. If me and Shuddy start talking about football after 180 seconds, you're going to get fidgety and angry. All right. Well, pre- prepare to eat each other's dicks because guess what she put on this weekend? The Love Stalker Killer. Yep. Did you like it? Yeah, dude. That was fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, it was good, wasn't it? I, I mean, I know you said it. I know you said the twists are there. I was not expecting that many twists and that level of twist at the end. Because I was That's like... That's the one that you talked about last week, right, Jeff? Or two yeah. weeks ago? Yeah. Where the woman was kidnapped and nobody believes that it ha- actually happened? Wait. No. No, this one's what like a, that a, that I was talking about? this one's a dating tri- love triangle, like a guy. Who oh was no, like, yeah, yeah. You're uh, talking about the one a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that's called okay. American Nightmare. That's the one I'm talking thinking of. Sorry. Yeah. But yeah, Continue, you were, Kevin. You were right. Holy shit that that was that was quite because because it's like okay, so there was a love triangle. A guy met a couple girls on a dating site and was hooking up with both of them at the same time. And someone got bummed out and then there was some stalking and someone went crazy. And it's like, all right, I feel like that's a fairly common thing. I better, I better homie Troy Kwan has had his share of that. But then like, I was like, how, okay. With how fucking crazy that story gets. I can't believe that wasn't as big as the OJ story. Yeah. Just, it was a, it was a wild crime absolute like never saw that coming fucking nuts but yeah see i could just just... carl does get free reign like yeah i did just make you watch robocop but i will literally watch anything you want to put on right now question lover stalker killer how many dicks are you sucking that's like four and a half it's fucking great five is a five dick documentary possible yeah king of kong Okay, fair enough. Do you have another one, my chance? Um, probably Maybe one not centered around video games. Crumb centered around comics. Okay. <clears throat> hey, you have answers. That's fine. Uh, but I mean, I think it was a suggestion, but not like, hey, I want to see this. But the movie I picked to watch this weekend could put me in the true crime doghouse for the next five years. Uh, Just out of pure curiosity slash completionism slash a a hot buzz item that we could chime in on, we went and saw Madam Web last night. No shit. Oh, boy. Sydney Sydney Sweeney's really having herself a moment right now. She is, but she's I I feel Get like a speed bump. 
I have a feeling she will survive this movie, but I think this is the end of the road for a lot of careers. I that bad, huh? Yeah. Like, uh, I forget if it was last week or a couple weeks ago, but I did recently talk about how I finally sat down and I watched the new Exorcist movie after avoiding it because of how brutally it got trashed. And then I was like, oh, that wasn't that bad. It wasn't the greatest movie in the world, but by no means, like a micro penis. And I thought maybe with superhero fatigue partnered with a objective decline across the board for most movies, even like Marvel is slipping on their recent stuff. Maybe people are just again being too harsh. So I was like, I kind of want to see it just to put that curiosity to rest. And if it is that bad, that's kind of, intriguing to me as well like the what the fuck did i just watch angle of it and let me just say shuddy this is on par with some of the stuff that you guys watch on what the fuck did i just watch this was so dom's gonna love it huh my my letterbox d review was tommy wiseau directed a spider-verse movie for the hallmark channel really it was I can't believe the screenplay made it through the studio screening process. Like when you make an indie film or like a spec, like a spec film, like, you know, Tarantino, nobody came to him as like, Hey, I got a great idea for this movie called Pulp Fiction. He just had a great idea, wrote a script and it's a fucking hall of fame classic. Now when you writing for Sony or like a big studio, you are constantly being given notes by the studio and the execs, and you have no choice but to make their changes because you're a hired gun. I'm picking this fucking wedgie out. Ow! Let's see. Split my anus. The fact that so many high-paid people had this pass by their desks and were like, yep, go and shoot this, and when you're on a big movie like this, um, everything you shoot for the day ends up on a shared website and all those, all, all that, all that footage is called the dailies. So the execs watch the dailies, they give notes accordingly. And the fact that it really is one of those things where it wasn't just like a subpar movie. It was, I'm struggling to even find the word. It was, I guess, appalling. Like, how the fuck did this happen? How did this happen? But we went to... Do you want your money back? I mean, I would like my money back for everything. That would be nice, but... It, it, it fucking, You're not going to call the manager. You're not going to speak to the manager on this No, one. no, no. I'm not going to go Karen. I can't go Karen. I made the decision. I saw. I, I heard the buzz. I knew how bad this was supposed to be. But I, I yeah, went. Now that you're in the guild, you can't go, Karen. It, it. I mean, the dialogue was like Michael Scott wrote it. It was like Threat Level Midnight. It, the, the exposition in it was so heavy-handed. It was like, I'm going to take a sip of water now because my mouth is dry. It literally held your hand through every. Just in case you missed this blatant, obvious scene, this is what this was about. The The bad guy 
was Tommy Wiseau. He had some weird accent you couldn't put your finger on. His delivery was all over the place. Not only that, the audio didn't match his mouth. It was like a it was like a kung fu movie. I I can't figure out what the fuck is going. I saw an article about it, like what is going on with the villain in Madam Web, and you know, being that it just came out and on press junkets, they don't grill people like, so why was this movie so bad? You know, like you don't go on extra and get hit with fucking. So what the fuck was going on with that scene? So like, I, I'm I'm sure it'll come out eventually, but I don't. It's 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 something you do have to see to believe. Like I would love to get Poudini's thoughts on it because he seems to watch a lot of shitty movies, and he's got some hot takes. Uh. The 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 even the story like they they showed in the trailer, Sydney Sweeney and her two friends are in different you know spider suits and they're they have fucking powers and they're fighting people. They don't get their powers in the movie. What? Yeah. You don't actually see Sweeney in the Spider Woman outfit? For like two split seconds when someone has a vision. But it's like, it's not even like a fight scene. It's just a quick, it's like whatever's shown in the trailer, that's it. The, the, we went last night at City Walk and the theater was not very full and people were laughing. From start to finish, to the point where it pissed Carl off. She was very unhappy th- about that. Uh, but it was it was that bad that people were bursting out laughing at the line delivery and the crappy crappy dialogue. It was astounding, astounding. I I have not seen a whiff on this scale. The only thing it kind of reminds me of is when I went and saw. Uh, Jupiter Ascending opening night at the Arclight and it was a massive screen sold out and it was like it was almost like going to a Rocky Horror Picture Show screening like people were just like applauding the bad dialogue laughing hysterically it was like that people were just laughing start to finish it, I mean I'm so glad I didn't go see it this weekend it's it, it's almost worth doing an episode of what the fuck did I just watch on because it, it's it's one of those things where you have to see it to believe it. Like, there are bad movies, and then there's this. And this, it literally looks like the budget of, of like, a Hallmark movie or, you know, Lifetime Channel. Was there anything redeeming about it? Other than when it ended. Sydney Sweeney, no tit, right? Yeah, just no, no see tit. No, and she's pretty much wearing a sweater the whole time. But, I mean, she still is just... That is offensive. Gorgeous. I mean, anytime Sydney Sweeney is on screen, you're just like, ah, well, this is kind of nice. I mean, yeah, Adam, Adam, makes. Adam Scott is in it. And I like Adam Scott. It, I guess the, the so only when, redeeming quality is just how bad it is that you end up laughing. And I think this was um, this is this is like the biggest loss they've ever taken on a superhero movie. Like it didn't even who, Sony or Marvel. I think it might be any of them. Cause it's this was opening weekend and it got beat by the Bob Marley biopic. 
Which looks really good, by the way. Uh, nothing against that. I, if I was going to go see anything this weekend, it would have pro- it would have been that over Madam Web. So, what do you think <clears throat> Madam Web has on Letterbox D right now? It's average. All right, I'll one point seven. Very close, Shuddy. One point six. And did we lose Jeff? Uh, what do you mean? That Slayer sounds off. When you said it's ending career, this movie is a career ender. Who are you referring to? I don't know about anybody in specific, uh, like specific, but like I think this is the most glaring example that Hollywood needs an executive purge. Because like all the shit that people can bitch about. I think like in the 80s and 90s, spec scripts were king, which is why you got such good movies. There were people like Tarantino just coming up with these fresh ideas, doing it themselves without too many fingers in the pie, and you were just getting the fucking clear vision of brilliant writers. And it got to a point where I'm sure a couple of them lost money, and people were like, well, fuck this. It's, everything is staying in our hands creatively now. So, studio films, that's why there's no real original properties coming out. Everything's either based on a book, a reboot, a sequel, a superhero movie, because nobody wants to take a risk on an original idea. And now that's why we're stuck with fucking Madam Webs. It's like, at some point in time, you have, like, they. I wonder if this will be it. Like, is this enough? Have you lost enough money now where you're ready to fucking stop listening to some powerful guy's nephew who got an executive job that they don't deserve and just like think about how long this reign of studio movies has gone on for and how many just fucking excellent writers like who knows there could have been somebody in Tarantino's league that we just will never get to see their work because of this fucking bullshit system kind of crazy yeah but I mean, I guess it goes without saying, micro penis for Madam Web. Just if you're entertained by shitty movies, by all means, you have to see this one because it's fucking hysterical. Like the cliche dialogue, the the way they reworked the with great power comes great responsibility line, got the biggest mm-hmm. laugh in the theater. It was like it's something to the effect of once you take on responsibility, then power comes. Ah! Ah! There, I, I was beat red and sweating. I was so embarrassed during this movie. Did you apologize to Carl during it? No, because we both knew it was going to be terrible. We were just kind of curious. Like, I didn't have to twist her arm or anything. I was like, it's going to be terrible, but do you want to see Madam Web? And she's like, sure. It's like, mm-hmm. and, I, and I, I double-checked. I was like, you know it's going to be absolutely terrible, right? She's like, yeah. Oh, hey, better than Pokemon is probably what she was thinking. <laughs> was there any point where you had considered leaving the theater? No. They got to stick it out and just see how bad it gets. Dude, the final battle with the bad guy is on top of a fireworks factory. 
So they're <laughs> they're dodging fireworks. Spoiler alert, if you give a flying fuck, Madam Web, who was introduced in the comics, I think, in like 1980, and then sort of played a bigger role recently when they did the whole Spider-Verse thing in the comics that led to the Spider-Verse, Edge of Spider-Verse movie. Um, Madam Web is paralyzed and blind. And obviously she's not at the beginning of the movie. She falls into the water and gets hit by a firework underwater, which blinds her and paralyzes her somehow. What? That's a nasty firework. And Pepsi clearly footed the bill for this movie because every scene is like, oh no, there's the bad guy. Time for a refreshing Pepsi. <laughs> like they fight next to a Pepsi sign at the end of the movie. A big neon uh. Pepsi sign. It's, it's, it's again, uh, there, there's nothing other I, uh, uh, else I can say about it. than it has to be seen to believe like I, there's no, nothing I can say that will accurately describe how terrible this was. Uh, Fair enough. Did you guys so see micro penis? Yeah. Did you guys see anything? I actually did. New. I did uh, Barbenheimer on Sunday. And I'm very, very disappointed in the loved ones in my life for not properly telling me how bad Barbie was. Like, it was worse than even I could have thought. It was... Fucking unbelievable. Unbelievable. Hey, Kevin, you kind of liked it, right? My brother yeah. kind of liked it. And Shuddy I liked lost it? a little. Okay. Shuddy liked it. And I lost a little bit of respect for all three of your guys' tastes afterwards. It was a fucking musical about Barbie. And I actually went and I checked your guys' IMDb, your letterbox D's. I had to re download the, uh, the app and. <laughs> And check to see if you guys scored it better than Starsky and Hutch. I don't even think Shuddy scored Barbie, but I know you scored uh, Barbie higher than Starsky and Hutch. And I was even more disappointed about it. Barbie is a way better movie than Starsky and Hutch. Way better. Starsky and Hutch is just fucking terrible, dude. Like, is that all really? It's it, Barbie's better than Starsky and Hutch. Uh, yeah, it's better than a Ben Stiller, Owen Wilson, Vince Vaughn movie. That's what you're gonna from fucking what, say. From He's what serious. Kevin said, Madam Web might be better than Starsky and Hutch. No, <laughs> come on, what are we I gave, doing here? I sucked, I sucked Starsky and Hutch's dick. It got two dicks. Uh, I really, I really wish I didn't blow my fucking Twitter pulse on the other uh, question I had about Starsky and Hutch because I would ask for you to do another poll. What's a better movie, Barbie or Starsky and Hutch? I I almost wanted to do... I almost put that poll up this morning when I saw that ridiculous line of text messages in the middle of the night. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly... What didn't you like about it? Women were talking and stuff. Where we're at in society, I can't even give you my actual review of Barbie unless we are face to face. Like I can't do it over YouTube. I can't do it over 
the podcast. I hated that movie. What didn't I like about it? It was well. It sounds like fucking you... stupid. It, it, it was a musical about Barbie. What did you like about it? I don't. What, what, what did you enjoy? I don't think I wouldn't consider it a musical. Okay, I, mean, I don't. Most think... of it was done in Barbie Land, even if there wasn't singing, which there was. Um, <laughs> most of it was done in Barbie Land. I don't know, but I see, I guess this is where I just respectfully differ from you guys and my brother. I didn't grow up playing with Barbies, so I don't know. <laughs> it just went over my head. I, I don't get it. I, I I don't know. I don't get how, let's just, oh, let's just, let's just do a baseline of 40. How three 40-year-olds can, in, or how two 40-year-olds could enjoy Barbie. Like, 40-year-old men, excuse it was, me. Because it was kind of funny. It was funny. Yeah. It was funny. Okay. <laughs> I have a feeling that... I need that... to hear some input from the Puminati. And sounds like sounds like Jeff has been listening to his co-workers too much. <laughs> sounds like we're towing that line. But okay, so the Puminati. Uh, T-Dog McDrugs, three and a half. Uh, Low Man Chris, four. Blorp, only three. Thank God, uh, Blorp, the only one of these non-pussies reviewing movies on Letterboxd. Dom, three and a half. Great. What, Ginger, what, what, what three and a half. What did Dom give Goodfellas again? What was that score that he gave it? A, a one dick. Yeah, it oh, okay. would be a one. Fair enough. What did Ginger give it? This three and a half. Fucking unbelievable. Unbelievable. You... I don't even use this phrase often, but you woke bitches. Like you just, <laughs> there it you is. just, you there just couldn't, is. yeah, you couldn't help yourselves. It's, it's, you know, it's a female cast. It's a female director. I'll never watch a fucking Greta Gerwig film again. I went through her <laughs> filmography, Lady Bird, Little Women, Barbie. Oh, sweet. Awesome. You make great stories. I can't wait to check out your next one. I'll never see that fucking chicks movies. Um, I don't. I don't get it, man. I don't. I don't get how you guys could like it. <laughs> I. I struggle. I struggle with that. But whatever. This is just. These are the friends that I have. This is the. This is the company I keep. I mean, I think there was a scene where man throw ball. All right. I mean, there was cat calling even. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember. Oh yeah, all the, like the. <laughs> All the real life, whenever they went into the real world, all the real world, like, dudes, like, that's not the era we live in anymore. And even their depiction of the Mattel board was just, it was factually inaccurate. Like, my girl put put me onto this because she hated Barbie as much as I did. But I guess Bill Maher was talking about this, how... There's 11 board of directors in Mattel and five of them are, are girls. But in the movie, it was all guys, all fucking white guys. It was like, well, that's not even that's not the fact of the matter. That's actually that's actually not true. And like the whole point of the movie is how, you know, girls can be more than Barbie. And it's not fair to live up to the Barbie, the stereotypical Barbie image and 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 there's better things out there for women. It's just like I, I, how. Uh, yeah, obviously. Like, I don't know. I don't think 
the world is as bad for women as Greta Gerwig would suggest it is in her undertones in Barbie. But that's all aside from the fact that it wasn't fucking enjoyable. There was never a part of, of it being good. I would really you say Weird Barbie is your favorite character in the film? Kate McKinnon? I didn't have a favorite character. <laughs> I was, honestly, I would have freaked the fuck out if Bill's girlfriend wasn't there. Like, Bill's girlfriend wanted to watch it, as did Bill. They wanted to show, they wanted to show Cheech, who they <laughs> thought would like it, and I think he did kind of like it. And somehow my girlfriend got roped into this and I walked into the middle of the conversation of being like, oh, we're going to watch Barbie on Sunday. It's like, oh, OK, all right, whatever, we'll do that. And so I didn't want to be mean about a movie that my brother's girlfriend liked in front of her because that wasn't fair to her. That's not that's not nice. She's a she's a wonderful woman, sweet woman. I didn't want to be a Debbie Downer. Were, were you, were you and your lady texting each other during the movie, bitching about the movie silently? She she tried, <laughs> and I was just like, I'll, I literally said, I'll save my commentary until after, because I didn't even want to text anger. I didn't want to put out anger, angry, like, vibes into the atmosphere. But if it were if it were me and my brothers, if my brother's girlfriend wasn't there, I would have been like, we are shutting this fucking shit off right now, or I'm... I just would have left the room. I'm leaving. I left the room. I'm leaving. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I and then as a palate cleanser, I try to watch the True Detective season finale, and that was fucking dog shit. So I had to go to bed watching four nerds recap the golf contest because it was or the golf tournament because like at least this is somewhat straight because all the other shit since the golf tournament and since Oppenheimer was just homo shit. So wait, what were your what? Did, how many Oppenheimer dicks did you suck? I think I really recently criticized this idea, the idea of liking something more or less the second time watching it. I don't know why I hot take that one, but I liked Oppenheimer more the second time I watched it. I think I gave it four and a half the first time. I'd give it four seven five. What an awesome fucking movie! Really kicked ass. I don't know if it's my favorite movie of the year. I think they clone Tyrone or hard, no hard feelings are still, I don't know. It's one of those three movies, but Oppenheimer kicked ass. And I really enjoyed it. The second watch through. Cause I, I, uh, when in the theater for Madam web, they showed a trailer for tenant coming back. Uh, they're putting it in IMAX. Cause I guess, it came out during the pandemic, so it never screened. Mm-hmm. And like, I didn't really like Tenet the first time I saw it. And then I saw so many people saying like, oh, but you got to watch it twice. Trust me, if you watch it twice, it'll blow your mind. And, you know, I'm not above watching movies multiple times. I mean, I watched fucking Dark Knight Rises like six times to see like, maybe this time I'll like it. <laughs> but I, I think I think too much time has passed where I barely remember the beats of Tenet to be able to be like, oh, well, now I know what's going on. I might have to watch Tenet two more times before I get it. I'm happy you brought that up because I didn't watch Tenet because I think both you and my brother said it wasn't very good, not to waste my time, and your guys' taste on movies is fucking trash. So I'm going to go actually watch Tenet. I mean, (laughs) it might not be as good as Starsky and Hutch. 
Probably isn't. I mean, Starsky and Hutch is an obvious five-decker. Yeah, it's a hot take. Not really. Kicks out. It is. Uh, uh, what did the Twitter poll say, Jeff? I mean, in, in Pumanativille, it's a hot take, sure. Um, I think, if I remember correctly, 60 to 65% of the Pumanati said it was worse than three and a half dicks. So, fair enough. Yeah. I so, was uh, off. I need, Shuddy, please fire up the poll. Please ask the Puminati if they liked Barbie more than they liked they liked um, Starzy and Hutch. That's Fuck an with odd, this fucking podcast, I, like, I, I swear to God. That I don't know that what that Venn diagram looks like of people that have truly seen both. Because I think a lot of people would just vote for Starsky well, and Hutch being better because they think Barbie is is lame without ever even seeing it. I don't know. It feels like it feel like people liking Barbie. It feels like they're contrarian. They're being contrarian against contrarians. Where it's like, I don't know, like conservative trolls or fake macho dudes are supposed to dislike Barbie off the cuff. So people like you and my brother, YouTube homos and my brother are like, oh, hey, you know what? Barbie's actually fun. I actually really enjoyed it. I really liked everyone I don't calling fucking, themselves the same name. I don't mince words. Like I, I, you know, I I've seen all the best picture nominations, and I gave two of them two dicks. Everybody loved Tar, and I hated Tar. That was a fucking chore to get through. Um, I mean, everybody was talking about how great Zone of Interest was, and I was fucking bored to tears the whole time. So I don't know. I'm not, that one. I'm not gonna fucking lie to you. About my, I think you're lying taste. to yourself. I, I, I'm, I'm not. I don't know what to fucking tell you. <laughs> like, you're gonna lie to me, Kevin. Just don't lie to yourself. I, I don't know. What do you fucking right, want me to say? Oh boy, and, and we can't vote in it. None of you motherfuckers voting it. Keep it. Keep it. I'm gonna be so disappointed. Poll. I don't know. Apparently, Barbie's. Apparently it's over my head and I just didn't get it. So I guess I guess uh, we'll see how the vote uh, plays out. I mean, I'm not saying. Hey, listen, there's really not. It's really not that big of a deal for you. I, I don't think for you to have an opinion like this because you weren't the target audience of the movie. That's what my so, brother said. So, but neither were you guys. Yeah, but I, and that's I, where I Kevin and that's I where are I, also a little bit more open minded. I wasn't gonna say that. Are able to Fair. separate just from have being able to have a good time watching something than to agreeing with everything that's said. If that yeah. makes sense. I don't know, based on my brother's review of it and maybe some of your reviews, Kevin. Maybe I just I just think of these things in a simpler way than you. I watched it. I watched a two-hour movie, and I was never entertained. I mean, so I'm sure. I'm sure people don't want to hear us spend endless hours on Barbie. But one point I will make, and I made this to Carl after we watched it, was I was very surprised for a movie that is clearly about 
feminism and empowering women and equality and all that shit of how much of the fucking movie was spent on Ken. Like, it really was a Ken movie and not a Barbie movie. I was like, I'm surprised this resonated so much with with women because, like, it really did seem to, the script just heavily favored spending time with Ken and his ongoings rather than what fucking Barbie was doing. Well, gamer girl and her cuck husband uh, wrote it together, so I guess maybe there was a little bit of a compromise, and he was like, hey, let's get some Ken in there. I don't know. I don't know how those two fucking chuckleheads decided to tell the story or what made them tell the story the way they did. That was just one of the gayer movies I've ever seen. <laughs> and I'm very disappointed that you guys recommend her. I don't know that we ever recommended it. I feel it's like you definitely... I want to I keep you defi- out of this. I definitely feel like this was a thing where we were like, Jeff, I feel like I knew you weren't going to like this. Yeah. Fair enough. Let's do the Oscar picks. How about that? All right. I actually had Barbie as one of my Oscar picks and in midway through the movie, I was like, you know, out of principle, I'm Put not going to it. Down. Write it down. <laughs> he took his finger off the chess piece. Okay. Barbie's okay. his best picture nominee pick. So just to get everybody up to speed in case you don't listen to every episode or if you haven't been listening the entire 13 year run of MSPH, <laughs> but we do our yearly Oscar picks. I looked over last year's, and I believe we did nine categories, and then it had some tiebreakers lined up. Whoever gets the least amount of correct picks gets a punishment. Last year, Jeff lost, and he had to eat sewer stroming, which was very fun and entertaining, and you can watch that episode on our YouTube page and see all the, the wackiness of it. There's some deleted scenes that are available on our Patreon. Um, this year... Whoever loses has to drink a energy jo- energy shot worth of cow piss that Shuddy found that it's sold on Walmart's website. So, who knows? There's supposed to be benefits of it. This could actually be a treat. Whoever loses gets a health boost in piss form. What's the name of that brand again? Gamutra. 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 Yeah. So the loser is drinking a bottle of Gamutra a.k.a. cow piss. And we're just going to blow through the top categories here, make our picks. I have a printout here so I can keep record of what our selections were. And then in three weeks, we will know who the loser is. The Oscars are on March 10th. And uh, I guess... So, okay. One quick bit of housekeeping. I know we've discussed this in the past, and Jeff, you've been pretty adamant about it would you like to incorporate the rule where if you correctly guess the best picture you get extra points yeah i think that's fair how many because points do you get three yeah let's just do three let's not make it a crazy number okay or like because there are 10 nominations even though we all know there are 10 films that could win it but i do think that's the category that's right for the most upsets yeah, I agree. So, um, I guess... I'm going to jot them down as well so I can keep track in real time. All right. So these are the exact c- categories we did last year. And we'll start with probably the least interesting one. Animated feature. The Boy and the Heron. Studio Ghibli movie. Uh, 
Elemental, which I believe is a Pixar. Nimona, Netflix movie. Robot Dreams, no idea what it is. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Who's picking what? <laughs> this, this is one of the few things I don't have already written down. If we do anima- animate it every year, huh? I knew yeah. that. I knew I was skipping something. Um, I have no I, I'll go with the Spider-Man one. That's what I'm going to pick also. It's the only one I've seen. All right. Well, in that case, just to keep things interesting, I'll go with, yeah. I'll go with Nimona. All right. The fuck All is right. that? Eat? What movie? What, I don't even know what that is. It's like a Netflix <clears throat> CG movie where like this girl can turn into different creatures and fight people. You said Nimona? Nimona. Yeah, Nimonia. Adapted screenplay American fiction, Barbie, Oppenheimer, Poor Things, The Zone of Interest. Now this is the, this is the one that I, I demoted Barbie after. You can you can uh, you can guess with your heart. You can guess with your brain. Because I'm gonna guess Jeff Oppenheimer is probably your favorite. Even though you've, I'm gonna guess you've seen Barbie and Oppenheimer. And that's it. Uh, is the holdovers adapted? That's original, isn't it? Original, yeah. Yeah, um, I think I'm pretty sure the. Um, Oppenheimer and Barbie, the only two that I've seen. I, I went to Oppenheimer. All right. What about you, Shuddy? I'm going to take Barbie. Interesting. Um, I think I'm going to go with Poor Things. Spread these picks out a little bit. Original screenplay, Anatomy of a Fall, The Holdovers, Maestro, May, December, Past Lives. I mean, this is one of those instances where I think I'm going to Vote with my heart and go with the holdovers. Not my penis. Not my brain. Go in the holdovers. Pig vomit himself, Paul Giamatti. Goddamn motherfuckers. That's how it's turned, you goddamn motherfucker. Are we all all picking the holdovers? No, 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 anatomy of the fall. Oh. Yeah, with anatomy of the fall. Wow, okay. You are the motherfucking Antichrist. <laughs> uh, directing. Anatomy of a Fall, Killers of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, Poor Things, Zone of Interest. By the way, I haven't even looked at any of the odds for this. I probably should have. No, you should have. I'm missing much. Oppenheimer. I'm going to go... Yeah, that's what I was going with, too. Christopher Nolan Oppenheimer. Man. I think I'm going to zig where you guys zag a lot. There's a, there's a good chance I'm setting myself up for a belly full of piss. Um, well, let me guess what your guess is. Go ahead. You're going Yorgos Lanthimos for four things. I'm thinking about it. I mean, I know that the... the the Academy has a real bug up their ass about Scorsese, so it's probably not going to be Killers of the Flower Moon. Wait, why, why do they have a bug up their ass about Scorsese? Because he just always got snubbed. That was kind of like oh, the ongoing see, thing. Okay. And then I think they gave him one for The Departed. They're like, all right, fine, we'll finally throw you a fucking bone. Here's one for The Departed. Now, leave us alone. I think... Um, Five dicker. 
Hmm. I think I think that Yorgos Poampimos already got one. But I could be wrong. That's why I should have done some research. Oh well. Fuck Yorgos. Me. We're keeping it we're keeping it equal here. Is that what you're going with? Uh, Officially Yorgos. Yeah. No, he directed the the lobster. Yeah. And the favorite, which got a lot of awards. Yeah, I think Poor Things had a lot of wacky shit going on. It was probably tough to direct. So I'll go with that one. Uh, all right. Four more. Supporting actress. Emily Blunt in Oppenheimer. Danielle Brooks in The Color Purple. America Ferreira in Barbie. Jodie Foster in... Divine Joy Randolph, The Holdovers. I'm going Divine Joy, Divine Joy Randolph. My brother That's was like I. saying that was like the lock of the of, of the award show. Yeah, I am. I am as well. I th- and I think it's well deserved. I think halfway through that movie, I was like, "Give this fucking woman an Oscar." This is. I really loved the holdovers. You weren't a fan, right, Jeff? Nah, I thought it sucked. <laughs> no tit. No one throws ball. I don't know. It was like a cookie cutter story. It was pretty much sent of a woman, but not nearly as awesome. Yeah, not as original as uh, Starsky and Hutch, which is a completely original idea based on nothing that came before it. Daddy, fire up another poll. Starsky and Hutch versus the holdovers. <laughs> Put it Starsky and Hutch against all the Oscar movies. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Starsky and Hutch and Oppenheimer. Find out what won Best Picture no. of the the year that Starsky and Hutch came out and pit them against each other. Oh yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> I'll look that up right now. Starsky and Hutch, two thousand four film. All right, two thousand four Oscars. Wait, no, I mean, the two thousand five a... Oscars. I feel like that was a strong year. Two thousand four or two thousand five. Well, it would have been two thousand five Oscars. So the 77 Academy so, Awards? That was the year of Ray. You know, I still have never seen Ray. Neither have I. Hotel Rwanda, Finding Neverland, The Aviator. I saw The Aviator. Million Dollar Baby. Oh, those, those, that, those are just the movies that oh. actor in a leading role were nominated from. Oh. Sideways. Another uh, awesome movie. Alex Payne movie. Yeah, Million Dollar Baby, The Aviator, Finding Neverland, Ray, and Sideways. Dude. Million Dollar Baby one. Starsky and Hutch is 100 times better than Million Dollar Baby. I might be with you on that. I saw... The Aviator. I I fucking love that movie. Million Dollar Baby was kind of boring and just wholly depressing. And I was like, ah. Right when the credits started rolling, I was like, I didn't need to watch that. What the fuck am I doing here? I'm all sad now. Dude. Jamie Foxx was nominated for Best Actor and Best Supporting Actor. He got nominated for that role in Collateral, which fucking rules. I love that movie. Yeah, it is a good movie. All right. Actor in a supporting role. Sterling K. Brown, American Fiction. De Niro, Killers of the Flower Moon. Robert Downey Jr., Oppenheimer. Gosling for Barbie. Mark Ruffalo for Poor Things. Uh, I mean, I feel like... Robert Downey Jr. was robbed for his Tropic Thunder performance when he got nominated for Best Supporting Actor. 
which still cracks me the fuck up. So I I think they're going to give it to him this time. Yeah, I'm going RDJ as well. Yeah, based on the same analysis, I want to rewatch that. I mean, that character completely steals the story. And it's just like, I don't know, Robert Downey Jr. kills in that fucking movie. Not a big fan of him, regularly speaking, but that was an awesome performance, awesome role, kicked ass. Actress in a leading role, Annette Bening for Nyad. Lily Gladstone, Flower Moon, Sandra Huller, Anatomy of a Fall, Carrie Mulligan, Maestro, Emma Stone, Poor Things. I'm I'm going Gladstone. It's just, you know, they got to give something to this this movie, you think. And she'd be the first Native American woman to ever win the Oscar. I think that's right. That's just... That's probably as strong of an angle for any award here. So I'm going with that. Shuddy? I'm going to go Emma Stone. Interesting. Ooh. Oh, Jeff C. Tit. <laughs> Actor in a leading role. Bradley yeah. Cooper, Maestro, Coleman. Wait a Dem- minute. What? I didn't hear your best actress Oh, pick. oh sorry. Yeah, I'm with you. Lily Gladstone. Okay. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Leading leading role actor Bradley Cooper Maestro Coleman Domingo Rustin Paul Giamatti The Holdovers Killian Murphy Oppenheimer Jeffrey Wright American Fiction. I was all on Killian Murphy, but my brother talked me into Paul Giamatti just by him being like part of the Hollywood scene. Killian Murphy is like a weirdo who lives in Ireland, and they're gonna want to give it to Paul Giamatti. So I'm I'm on him based on my brother's suggestion. Just because Killian Murphy lives in Ireland? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. When he told me that, I was like, makes sense. No way his fucking guy wins it. Yeah. Interesting, interesting math you've shown there. I'm also gonna go with Polly G. God damn. All right. It's a an MSPH sweep in that category as well. So best picture for three points. Hold on. Next year, I know. I know. I threw one um, new role into the. You into wanted the this to this be year. draft style, where you we can't yeah. pick the same. Yeah, you fucking it pussy. Stinks a little bit. God, you're just nothing but bad ideas, aren't you, Jeff? Uh, I think for the listeners, though, they'll probably find it like more entertaining that we have different picks and we're forced to like. I think the, I know, all the listeners really care about is someone drinking cow piss. Yeah, it doesn't matter how we get there. All right, fair enough, whatever. Because it's not like we all we all picked different enough that there will likely be a set loser and a set winner. And hopefully okay. it's one of you two that's the loser. Wait, we don't do best score or best international film? This is the rare occasion where I'm my hope is just to at least hit second place. I'm completely content with being. I mean, drinking piss is kind of on brand for you, Shuddy. I have done enough with pee pee and poo poo for this show uh, that it's time somebody else handle it. Well, that's up to that's up to the fucking Academy voting members. It's up All right. to, to Zeus. So best picture, 
American Fiction, Anatomy of a Fall, Barbie, The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, Poor Things, The Zone of Interest. I really feel like Best Picture can just be a fucking sneak attack sometimes. Like, Moonlighting, uh, one that year when they like originally announced it for La La Land, and they were like, the guy goes up and gets his statue, and he looks down at the car, and he's like, this isn't me. What the f- no, this is. We didn't win. It was. It was moonlight. Fuck Warren Beatty. Yeah. And I saw that movie, and it was good, but definitely not better than the other movies that were nominated. And I think that could have been a uh, a courtesy vote. Yeah, that was to see. We're not whitewashed. Yeah. I, th- I think I, uh, that was an overcompensation vote. I know mm-hmm. I came out hard against Barbie for being a musical, and you guys even pushed back on the fact that it was a musical, but I thought La La Land, La La Land kind of kicked ass. I liked that movie. <laughs> I was, I, I hated Emma Stone's character by the end of it, but like that's aside from the point. The movie itself was good. Anyways, right. I'm going, I'm going Oppenheimer. I love that Me movie too. on the rewatch yesterday fucking sick it's between just like the 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 uh level of filmmaking storytelling like how they went back and forth between like the current setting which was his cute clarence uh hearing and like you know his whole oppenheimer's you know work with the manhattan project i thought that fucking movie kicked ass and no one hasn't won one of these yet, right? What do you mean? He didn't win Best Picture yet, has he? Oh, Nolan. I thought you said no one. I, I thought he said that also. I don't think so. Yeah, he's kind of due. Like, he's probably the best. In- Inception didn't win? Oh, I don't even think. I don't think it so. It might have been nominated, but I no. Um, like he's probably the best current filmmaker, right? Like like David Fincher, but I, I feel like he's like a different generation. This currently this generation, Christopher Nolan's the best filmmaker, I think, right? Is that a fair statement or not? I mean like he's the only guy that can outside of like the proven dudes like James Cameron who can like walk into a studio and like, listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have an idea, I want three hundred million, I'm not gonna tell you the idea. And they're like, okay, cool. So Memento was nominated for Best Original Screenplay. Inception was nominated for Best Picture, Best Original Screenplay. Dunkirk was nominated for Best Picture, Best Director. I forgot about Dunkirk. Yeah, it kind of sucked. I wasn't a big fan of it. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm, I guess if I had to pick my favorite modern director, does Edgar Wright count? You count. Do yourself. Yeah. Vote it's, yourself. It's me. I'm going to actually for best picture. My vote is going to be the write in for John Cooper, even though it hasn't even come out. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm voting. I'm voting. It's going to be so good that it needs a retroactive Academy Award for the year it was filmed. I have to pick what my favorite movie of the year was, and that was The Holdovers Anatomy of a Fall. I mean, I guess technically my favorite movie of the year was 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. But, <laughs> yeah. If they had they clone Tyrone on here, I would take that. Yeah. But out of the list, <laughs> The Holdovers is my clear favorite. So that's my pick. All right. So there you go. What? In three weeks, we what? will know who is doomed to consume piss. Did you have tiebreakers or are they? Yeah, we, we can do, do those. We can do those like in Patreon land. I got three of them lined up so we can just blow through those real quick over there. I feel like we've done enough Oscar slash movie talk here. And we just did a super long show. So shout out to you, Puminati. You made it through the Oppenheimer of MSPH episodes. Nah, it wasn't that long. Uh, but thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for your support. And if you need more MSPH in your life, please check out our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. It is the lifeblood of M- uh, MSPH right now. It keeps the lights on. It keeps us going. And I think we put some really solid and well-rounded content up there. There's something for everybody. Lots and lots of shit. So check it out, please, if you don't mind. Patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. Shuddy Boy, you look very wary about that statement. I I was just going to say you can go over to Patreon and see where I, uh, I just put up a post where I'm kind of coming around to Jeff's way of thinking on early Kanye West albums. Ugh. Man, what are you trying to scare people off? Uh, but yeah, if you would also like to see these episodes, minus the Easter egg, youtube.com slash mad scientist party hour. Check it out. And you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeff for Records. And at MSPH Podcast and at John Cooper Movie. And let's see. What else? What else? What else? Uh, what's what's in store for people on Outkick Bets with Jeff Clark? Uh, well, it's the NBA All-Star break, but it returns Thursday. So I'll be on. Uh, I'll be producing a couple of NBA podcasts at the end of this work week. Taking golf off this week since it's the Mexico Open, which is one of the weaker fields of the season. So... Check out my NBA podcast on the Outkick Bets podcast feed. Do it up, do it up. All right, everybody, thanks again for listening. Thank you for all your support. But until next time, something. Chick, check, flippity flip, flap. Oh. Okay. Let's get this motherfucker open. I look very blue. Very blue in this video. A first bite, granted, I took a a corner chunk out of it, but it's all crispy phyllo. It's it's like almost like little croissants. There's was no buffalo chicken uh, mixture, spicy cheese mixture in the first bite. So that's a bit disappointing, but I did kind of take a, a pussy bite to avoid getting burned. Hopefully my strategy pays off, I don't know. Ow! Oh. <laughs> All right. I love it. So, just as I feared, 
Just as I feared. The buffalo, spicy cheese, filling, squirted out and just fucking burned the shit out of my mouth. That sucked. But, tastes pretty good. Ow! 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 Okay. That bite actually burned, uh, and I couldn't taste anything, so. <laughs> Blow it off a little bit. <laughs> that filthy animal. Shuddy, is your mic set up? It is. Am I not coming through properly? No. No, because for some reason, the microphone is the internal one on the webcam. They put it in my mouth. <laughs> How is that? The same. I'm a fucking cock. I'm a that goddamn cock. Possible. I don't know, but it sounds exactly the same. Yo, 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 yeah, yo, 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 yo,
Nice. Not the time that you threw your shoe at that guy. No. And killed him. Pour, pour some liquor out. Led to his death directly. Yep. Couldn't even give those guys a clip of it for his memorial. Yeah. I know you guys don't watch it. So we don't have to talk about it at all, really, in the uh, show itself. But True Detective season finale was last night. Save yourself some time. Don't watch that fucking piece of shit. There's nobody throws a single ball and Jeff don't see tit. (laughs) Jeff didn't see a single tit in Alaska during True Detective season four. No one played catch. What the fuck am I even doing here? For real. It's kind of how I feel. I don't make love. I fuck. I fuck. Jokes aside. Damn it, I think. That's how I feel. Damn it, I think I would take the shot at jizz. They put it in my mouth. <laughs> did I say that? I guess I did. Damn it, I think I would take the shot at jizz. I'm a fucking cock. I'm a goddamn cock. <laughs> what was the other option besides the shot of jizz? I forget. It must have been a bad one. I don't just take jizz lightly. I guess this morning. (laughs) Cool boy. Wow. I just saw a headline that that this season of True Detective was the most watched one in the history of the show. Well, at least they get to go out on a bank. Hopefully they just kill that series. Do you think that's because of Chody Foster? Perhaps. Hey. I have no beef with Jodie Foster. I like her a lot. Neither do I. Disappoints me she lent her exquisite acting to that shithole for for them just to let her down at the end. Say this, though. Mondays, get the Daily Show back. And And I have no way to watch it. Well, I mean... Thank you. It, doesn't Paramount Plus have Comedy Central? I don't have yes. Paramount Plus. Well, that would be your way to watch it. It's only $6 a month, Paramount Plus. Hmm. I'd argue it's worth it. I mean, just for Beavis and Butthead alone. Yeah, I mean, was... I was enjoying those Beavis and Buttheads on my my trial period. Meow, 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 meow. Ooh, let's see here. Paul! Where's the show theme? Oh! Are we, are we doing Oscar picks today? Yeah, this is when you wanted to do them, right? Uh, I, yeah, I mean, up to you guys. Yeah. When do they, when do they, when do the Oscars come on? March 10th. Nice. All right. So I can make it work if you guys can. A little less than three weeks. I don't even remember what categories we do. Obviously, the big ones. Yeah, I looked back and found what we did last year. 
Okay. So I got a printout of the categories. I circled the ones we're doing, and then I marked a couple mm-hmm. for tiebreakers just in case. Because I think last year it just worked out where there was a clear winner and a clear loser, and we didn't have to go to a tiebreaker, but there's also the chance, you know, there's three of us and five nominations. So if we had to go to a tiebreaker and it just happened to thread the needle where the winner was one that none of us picked, we're still kind of left with our dicks in our hands and no one's got a belly full of cow piss. That's what we're definitely doing for the uh, punishment cow piss. I mean, it got floated, multiple discussions, nobody objected, so here we go. Okay, fair enough. If you would like to choose an alternate, Jeff, and blow the trillion-dollar man as your punishment, I feel like Shuddy and I would be willing to concede. Yeah, I mean... Okay, good. I I would concede that, or you could just not lose it, you know. There's that, too. You could try, try your best to win, Jeff, instead of lose. That's what I'm banking on, actually. So it doesn't affect you in any way, shape, or form. Just trying for a sweet victory. <laughs> yeah, go for the win, and you won't even have to stress about it. Me, 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 me. Woo. All right. How you guys feeling? I mean, all right, I guess. I mean, yeah, ready to roll. Yeah. All right, let me get the uh, let me get this bitch recording. We got a lot of weekend stuff we can talk about. I need some record permission. <laughs> me and Kevin hung out Friday night, went our separate ways Saturday. Recording in progress. And Did screen sharing uh, is on. Nice. We both did on-brand activities. Oh, God. Yeah, I guess we got to talk about that, huh? (laughs) Wow, what's up? Is it a sore subject in your house? Me being a gigantic pussy? (laughs) Are you in the dog? Did did Steph put you in the dog house? Or Carl put you in the dog house? Um... Let's just say one of us enjoyed our time way more than the other person. <laughs> Let's just say we have suspended all apartment applications. <laughs> yeah, I actually just had to sign another year lease at the shithole metropolis. No Sh- way. Shithole gar- No, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I didn't get oh dumped over that nerdy activity. <laughs> All right, well, that would have been wild. Stop though. tickling my bungus and let's start this show so I can hear what we're talking about. So please. All right. I'm Los Angeles, California, with the Mad Scientist Party Hour. I'll tickle your bungus. <laughs> <laughs>